0: My daughter is going into uh, she's finishing third grade she's going into fourth grade next year and at her school which I assume is true of all the West Genesee schools that in fourth grade you have to take up an instrument so they had like this whole day where they all tried out for different instruments and, and she, the, uh, she's going to play the flute I guess. Um, and I think this is really remarkable I think it's a great commitment on the part of our community schools to include music education in the lives of our children I think it gives lots of benefits and it's a nice change from where we came from where we didn't have the resources for really music education uh, at an early age or for a wide number of people so I think it's really wonderful Um, but I compare it to my own growing up and when I was a kid where I grew up um, if you wanted to be in band which started in middle school you had to master the flutophone in fourth grade and and some of you may know a flutophone is like a recorder it's like a little you know you blow into it kind of thing and um, let's just say I didn't really master the flutophone (laughs) I can play Mary had a little lamb Mary had a little and uh, and I know that I can still play Mary had a little lamb because when Zella brought home her recorder this year I was able to to play it out so I'm that's the only thing I've ever learned on any instrument Mary had a little lamb and so I'm, I'm not really possessed of what you might call great musical talent I especially am not a particularly good singer which uh, anyone who stood within five feet of me on Sunday morning can attest I see already some people rolling their eyes because they know it's true <laughs> I don't sing well that's okay I don't mind I own it but you know when I was in school I wasn't allowed to be in the band but I was allowed to join the chorus so I was in choir in junior high through sixth and seventh grade and um, in my whole, you know, pre-college career, I only ever got a C in one class, choir. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you the honest truth, my mother holds a grudge about that to this day. I mean, this is sometime in the 1970s, and if you ask her about it, you can still see her get angry about it. How can they even grade you in something like Choir but anyway I don't sing particularly well and after I got my C and was kicked out of the choir truth be told um, I had kind of a a thing about singing in public I was very I was ashamed and I didn't want to um, to put myself in that situation where I felt vulnerable because I'm a terrible singer but when I was in seminary Flash forward a few years. I, uh, we had a music program at the school as well and one of the music students, he invited me and a, and a young woman named Audra to, to sing the psalm. Because the way we did worship there on Wednesdays when we had the big Eucharist where the whole community gathered from the school is we would you know, sing the psalms and usually there'd be someone singing the psalm and the community would sing the refrain. We've done that here uh, as well. And he wanted two people with rustic voices. <laughs> I think that's a polite way to say people who don't sing well. And anyway, so Audrey and I, we had the requisite rustic voices and we we practiced singing the psalm and the tune was similar to Amazing Grace which I can sort of belt out and so it didn't seem like it'd be too bad I mean this is like every fear of mine come true I'm not only going to like sing out loud I'm going to do it all by myself in front of a lot of people it was terrifying I'm like I can do this I'm here in seminary to learn to confront my fears I'm going to do this and then on the day of the actual service when we were to sing in our rustic voices, Audra couldn't make it. <laughs> Something happened. She wasn't able to be there. And so at the last minute, they recruited Sarah. Now Sarah sang like an angel. She had the most beautiful voice. She has a beautiful, beautiful voice. I mean, you one of those people you could just sit and listen to them sing. It was wonderful. So me, the frog, and Sarah, the angel, we sang this song together. And um, it was an experience, let's put it that way. Um, But afterwards, I joined the seminary choir because um, I thought, you know, I could probably use a little practice at this singing thing. And I was thinking as Zella was getting her instrument and going through these readings today, I was reflecting on my sort of musical career. And I decided that, you know, I think choir is a pretty good metaphor or parable the kingdom of God I think it explains it's a it's a great insight into what the life of faith the life of the church is is meant to be what Jesus is asking of us right because when you have a choir everybody has like a part right I don't know the actual I mean there's like alto and soprano and tenor and bass and and I don't know what you call those divisions other than their individual names parts I guess Anyway, I know you can have like four-part choir and three-part choir and stuff like that. And I was a tenor, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, but everybody in a choir has has a part, right? And the parts aren't all the same. The sopranos don't sing the same melody as the basses or the tenors and the altos or. You know, so everybody has a slightly different role to play. And 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 everybody's voices are meant to blend together right because if you have a choir and there's one voice that's really standing out whether because they're really beautiful and louder than everybody else or they're slightly off-key like like me uh, singing you hear that but when the choir works well and everybody's working together and everybody's doing their part you don't really hear the individual voices you only hear the beautiful song that the choir is offering to us and I think that that's how The life of faith is meant to be lived it's not about being a beautiful soloist it's about joining into the choir and adding your voice to the beautiful song that is Christ that that we're called to come together and to bring our individual gifts and our our little bits of faith right because even if we do have a little mustard seed of faith and sometimes I feel like that's all I can bring up today is just one little mustard seed of faith But if we all bring our little mustard seeds and we bring our voices and we put them together, we can sing a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. It's our collective work that really brings about the kingdom of God. And and essentially that's that's kind of our mission, right, as followers of Jesus. It's not necessarily to be, you know, good people or, or to individually do this or that, but to come together as God's people and together to work on building the kingdom of God. We, we're going to pray for that. We pray for it every Sunday. Some of you probably pray for it every day when we say the Lord's Prayer. You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth, on earth as it is in heaven we pray for the coming of the kingdom and I think we are called to build the kingdom of heaven we're not going to complete it on our own but the Holy Spirit continually guides and invites us to to contemplate and think about what that kingdom might be like and how we might bring our voices into the song that the that the choir of angels sing around the throne to the glory of God because that's kind of what we're supposed to do as Christian people it's to glory in God and to take that glory out into the world, to be the light in the darkness, you know, the salt of the earth. To transform the world that we find, a world beset by evil, so that it might more closely resemble the kingdom of God. And the truth is that there's there's plenty of evil to go around. There's a lot of darkness. We are in a particular moment when it feels to me anyway, as though there's a lot of darkness. But I think the antidote to that darkness is not to sort of withdraw, not to be frustrated, to not grind our teeth in, in anger, but to come together as the people of God, as Christ's followers, to encourage one another, to give one another strength, to put our voices together into the choir and sing to the glory of God. Because by doing that, we... We draw strength from one another. We draw strength from the Holy Spirit that lives within each of us so that together we can collectively begin to address the darkness and the evil that besets us. That Christ gives the example for our lives of how we are to live, to treat individuals with dignity and respect because they're children of God. And to not be afraid to name evil as evil. And to not be afraid to stand against the darkness, no matter the cost. Because we have the promise of eternal life. And so there is nothing that the darkness of this world can do to us that can take that away. That there is no power, no anything that can separate us from the love of God. Especially when we stand together, arm in arm, hand in hand, singing the glorious praises of our God. Amen.